This is a Dragon Blazer production. Help me. I'm being held hostage in a basement. And I'm being forced to do these podcasts with my father who needs a breath mint. Hey! Of movies of too much sentiment. And I'm hosting juvenile jurisdictions of judgment. Back to the Future, a Robert Zemeckis film. Marty leads an ordinary life. No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Well, history is going to change. And 1985 is not his year. But Dr. Brown is about to change all that. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? He's sending Marty 30 years back in time. Now, he's trapped in the past. This has got to be a dream. About to meet... Chocolate. ...his future father. He's a peeping tough. Wow! And he's making an impression on his mother. He's an absolute dream. And he can sleep in my room. Ah. Anything you do could have serious repercussions on future events. Ah! Now, he's got to make his mother and father fall in love. Just right now, I haven't even been born yet. And only Dr. Brown... <laughs> can help him get back to the future. Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Precisely. Michael J. Fox. Whoa, this is heavy. Christopher Lloyd. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Back to the future. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Juvenile Jurisdiction of Judgment. I, of course, am your host, Stephen. And uh, I've got my co-host here, Xavier. Hello there. And Raina. Hey. And we have a special host, my little guy, Remington. Do you want to say hi, Remy? Say hi. He's in a bad mood. Nope. He doesn't want to say hi, but he's a little guy and he may uh he may this pop one. up from time to time now say hi. on this podcast. Now we haven't been on here for a while. Uh we've taken a bit of a hiatus because uh Xavier was on a a months long quest to take out. We all a know what's dragon. going on in the world, you don't need to throw it out and hold detail with this old thing <laughs> that that came out wrong that makes I was, no sense at all whatsoever i was i was, I was lying <laughs> i wasn't gonna talk about the fact that we are in a a freaking apocalypse <laughs> instead i was trying to say that you were on a lifelong quest to slay a dragon but you know whatever apocalypse <laughs> has kind of kept us from uh yes apocalypse sounds cooler Oh, you know what? You're right. We weren't able to do the show for a couple months because Apocalypse! Okay, Apocalypse. (laughs) The world is on fire! But, despite the world being a trash heap of hell, we are back! And we watched one of the greatest movies of all time. 1985's Superman. Superman. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) We didn't watch Superman. We watched 1985's Back to the Future. I'm just creating back in time. (laughs) This is a lovely movie from 1985 where Marty McFly, played by uh, Michael J. Fox, gets the hot. It's on him. From has to go back in time. To 1955, 
And then he kind of screws some things up. And then he has to fix those things that he screwed up because he kind of sort of, uh, stopped his dad from meeting with his mom. Who, by the way, his dad's a bit of a creep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of creeps in this movie. It's the it's the fifties. We, uh, we know. And yeah, uh, and race. Michael J. Fox's mom, you know, sort of kind of started wanting to bang Michael J. Fox. <laughs> it's all kinds of weird and ancestral, and but you know what? It's also great. <laughs> it also stars Christopher Lloyd as Doctor Emmett Brown. And this was, I, I mean, this is a movie that I loved as a kid and still love today. What about, uh, what about you, Xavier? What did you think about Back to the Future? Oh, I thought it was pretty cool because it's actually, um, a very old movie about time travel. I mean, there's other time travel aspects that came before 85, but, um, not only that, but, like, we get some interesting technology coming from 85 and 55, so that's pretty neat. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, before I ask Raina how her, how she thought of Back to the Future, I guess we should also point out that the last time we were on here, we said we were going to watch Dumb and Dumber. Well, we had some slight issues with uh, getting Dumb and Dumber to watch, so... Um, we weren't able to watch Dumb and Dumber yet. Uh, maybe in the future, if we can get our hands on it, maybe we'll be able to watch it. But, um, but so now so you have to deal we were, with this. Instead, <laughs> we were like, let's watch Back to the Future. Because cool. Because cool. All right. Raina, what were your thoughts on Back to the Future? Well, I liked it. It was funny. Um, Very descriptive. Yeah. That's about it. That's funny. Hey, Remy, what did you it. think of Back to the yeah, Future? Yeah, Remy, what was your thoughts on Back to the Future? Did you like Back to the Future? Did you see a DeLorean? What's a DeLorean is? Is it a truck? No. No, okay. it's you not a truck. It's okay. Oh. It's okay, baby. It's okay. He, he was happy during the movie. I know. He's chilling. He's chilling. Yeah, well, you know. Baby stuff. Two He's a baby. He, uh, he threw something at his sister, and he was told to say sorry, and he doesn't like to say sorry, apparently. It's okay. He's still chilling. He's too. We came for Back to the Future. That's like right. Soon he will we learn. We got something thrown at us by an infant. <laughs> but soon he'll he'll pop up, but he's just chilling with us. Well, let's see. How, did we, how do we traditionally Are start this? Are do we want to do scenes first or favorite character first? Uh, favorite uh, well, don't character. Don't we usually do like synopsis? Huh? I just did the synopsis. Oh, it's about yeah. a about a boy that has to go back to 1955 okay, and yeah. then Save screws duck. things up. And don't then... finish that. Set. I think we should do characters. Favorite characters. Characters first. Okay. Well, um, who was your favorite character, Reina? Um, does it have to be? Does it have to be a non? Um, well, remember, you if you say one of the main characters, I ask you again for okay, after that. So I'll give you my favorite one. He's a main character. It's, it's the Doc. It's Emmett Brown. Doc and, Emmett Brown was your favorite? Yeah, my non-main character favorite person was... Uh, does George McFly count as a main character? Uh, kind George of, yeah, the dad? Was, yeah. Nope, that, 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 you like George, huh? Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> well. He's also a stalker, but, I mean. Yeah, uh, you know, peeping Tom. Uh. <laughs> I think it was funny how, like, how was awkward it? he was. <laughs> His laugh is something else. It's like, it's like the count. Two apples, ah, ah, ah. That's about it. Xavier? Right. Okay, um, so my favorite character is, well, yeah, he's a main character, it's Marty McFly, um, because he's definitely a tradition. Am I the only person who really likes the vest? I, I mean, I like the vest just fine. I, li I like the vest. I mean, that's the image of Marty McFly I think of from my childhood, so yeah, I'm just fine with that vest. Yeah, that and, well... 
I mean, he oh, I he's also good with guitar. Okay. I like guitar. Um, and, uh... Well, he does go back in time, so there's that, too. I'm sorry, it's not, it's not very e easy to describe the person, but he's... But, he, I don't know, I like his vest. Does he go, back in time? <laughs> hey. Do me a favor, um... Never excellent. do that again. Yeah. <laughs> back in time! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Broken promises. Remy gave me a smile. Aww. Remy's tired. Did you like that? in time. Okay, three times is enough. <laughs> it's a charm. Three strikes and you're out. Remington is tired because it's his nap time, huh, baby? Is it nap time? It's okay. Two years old. All right, uh, so... Baby. Uh, so, Marty McFly was your favorite character. That is definitely the main character, so I'm going to have to ask you, what was your best, your favorite character out outside of the main cast? Don't get angry. My answer is Biff. <laughs> I actually thought about saying Biff, but like he—he's a jerk, but he's—he's he's hilarious. He's supposed get to act like a tree and get out of here. Like he—he's—he definitely fits his role well. Like he's this tall, intimidating person, but he's very stupid. Very stupid. <laughs> like he—I'll save you. My goodness I'll gracious. You. Um, I—I I think that um. You think that like someone like George? I don't know Come how muscular here. he Come is, here. but like punch, punching someone in the face is a little, a little strange to knock someone that someone with a build like that out. Do you want to sit next to Yeah, but um. Do you want to sit next to Bob? Uh, but but anyway though, like. Bob, uh, he he has very he has a lot of aspiring quotes, and by aspiring Bob, I mean Bob. I hate manure. That is an aspiring quote that I will <laughs> hold to my heart as well. Well, I mean... Say hi. Yeah, this is hi. a weird show because, I mean... Yeah, Biff is kind of a... Rapist. Well, he's a terrible... Yeah, this. He's also a rapist. Yeah, Biff is a rapist and then at the end he becomes their... Uh, uh, their essentially their servant or, or whatever. He's waxing their car. Which I find <laughs> kind of odd that someone who tried to w rape your not-quite-wife yet is someone you're like, okay, we'll give him a job. I yeah, mean, well, I, I mean, guess... you want to see him suffer. Even, keep, in mind, uh, keep in mind, George is also still kind of a soft person. He did kind of snap, but... Bye. But of course... We're only human. Bye. But of course, George isn't super great either. He was literally in... A tree trying to okay, good watch his mom Bye. get or his uh, his soon to be wife get uh, naked. And by the way, that was the romantic thing that eventually brought them together. Remember? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure in the beginning he, of the movie when she was asked, he's like, "Oh, George, when what were you doing? Any was it bird watching?" She still didn't know that he was talking to her. Yeah. yeah, no, this whole time, their startup starts because he falls out of a tree, her dad almost hits her. Hits him. It hits him. And, uh, and then she feels sorry for them, so they get together. Yep. And you find yeah, out when you go back in time that the reason he falls out of a tree because he was trying to watch her change. And she still doesn't know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you know all of this is 1955. We can just use that excuse. And this is no. <laughs> yes, that's how that's how no. things work. Nope. It's Not okay. Quite. Being a creep is okay because it was 1955. Before, and we before we transition, can I also bring up another 1955 thing? What's um, that? If if we don't if if we remember something like you. I'm pretty sure back in 55 that um, racism is a little bit more intense as well. So, Oh, yeah. yeah and uh, they like, didn't really touch on that too much. Yeah, they but, only, but the only real... it was subtle and it was there, like, lingering like a ghost. The something. only real main thing well, that was really happened much was when the um, Goldie something in the... Goldie, the, the guy that they kind of have, have on a car that shows that Goldie's... Gonna be mayor, uh, the mayor in uh, 1985, and you see him as, in 1955 as a soda jerk 
uh, person, apparently, uh, uh, apparently, and then he's he's mentioned. Marty mentions that he's going to be mayor, and he's like, "That sounds pretty good." And then the his boss is like, "Yeah, colored mayor. I'm sure that's going to happen." Yeah. So that's that's, that's really essentially the only the, the only bit of racism we get. And yet it's still racism. Well, no, no, there. there's a little bit at the end, too. The 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 bullies, when they, uh, they're throwing Marty McFly in the back seat of, or the uh, trunk of the car, uh, they call them, the band, they call them a spook, which was a um, racist term from the 50s. Oh. So, yeah. So, That's there's a little, a little bit of racism, but it's not, like, heavy in this, in this movie. Oh yeah, just and a lot of raping. <laughs> oh yeah, and also, a lot of rape talk. Also, there's um, I, there was actual non-Americans in this movie shooting guns at people. So that's neat. Yes, the Libyans. Completely yeah. off subject. I have star socks on that uh, on right now. They're fuzzy Thank and you they're very adorable. Much. I love them. It's so, so fuzzy. For my, for my favorite uh, character. Thank you for that interesting observation. Um, uh-huh. First off, Doctor Emmett Brown. I think Doctor Emmett Brown definitely. I love. I love Christopher Lloyd, and I love him in this role. Uh, but after Doctor Emmett Brown, uh, let's see. We got the Horn Dog Mother. <laughs> we got the Peeping Tom Dad. And we got the rapist Biff. I don't know. There's not not a lot of great options in this movie for sidekicks. You know, that's characters. ironic if you think about it. Like Doc is the person who everybody thinks is just weird, but he's the most civilized main. He's just the most civilized person. That's why in this he's my favorite. Movie. It's crazy, but he's I the- guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can pick a side one. I think uh, you should go with Biff. Don't think about what they do. Rapist. Think about... Think about... He's probably the most fun funny. character is Biff, and he's just over-the-top bully douchebag. Yeah. That's what Biff is. So... Oh, boy. We got a... We got an excited baby. Yeah, he's playing. He's... That was a transition. This is a, this is a kid's podcast. It's okay if kids are playing on our podcast. <laughs> hey, Remy. Okay. Good job. Right. Anyways. <laughs> He's destroying anyway. things. All right. So, uh, well, the next... Hi. Hi, Bubba. Finally, he decided to say hi. <laughs> hey, uh, so, um, next we have... What was your least favorite character in this movie? Oh. Xavier, we'll go start with you. Uh oh. Um. Uh oh. Hi, Bubba. Um. Okay. So, my least favorite character. Uh. Do you have a least favorite character, Reina? Um. (laughs) Hi. Honestly, probably the mom. The mom was your least favorite character. Why? Why was your, the mom your least favorite? Well, she's not. Be, it's not because I don't like her. It's just because she's my least favorite. But um, I don't know. She's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> she's a hornball. She was like, "Oh my gosh, you're so cool. I love you." And then as soon as somebody else, some big strong man comes and saves her, she's like, "Oh, I love you now." I know it works I mean, out yeah. in the end, but still. Yeah, I know yeah. that's what's supposed to happen, but that, j- but that um, that rush of plot kind of begs the question. Yeah, she's kind of a hornball. I, I that's literally what I called her earlier. I know. Uh, Doesn't make yeah, her not and, a hornball. I, I found the scene where she uh, she kisses Marty. They finally they kiss. And then she reali- so she somehow realizes it's like kissing my brother. This is weird. So she's like doesn't understand it, but she can tell that she shouldn't be kissing him. Yeah. All it took was that power of the. Hang kiss. on a second. How does she know the feeling of kissing her brother? What? No, the she kind of like <laughs> infers. I think she said it just seems what? like it's wrong. 
So yeah, something about this is definitely wrong. What about you, Xavier? Who is your least favorite character? Okay. My least favorite character... Oh, man. My brain keeps going to to someone that is in one of the other parts, um, which we definitely should watch eventually. Um, hi, Bubba. Hi, Bubba. No, you're not my least favorite character, Remington. <laughs> um, He's my favorite. Yeah. <gasps> character. Daddy. <laughs> He's my favorite two-year-old. I'm watching you. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so... My least favorite character... This is gonna seem a little weird, but I'm gonna have to say... Biff, again. He's a rapist. He's... So his character fav- is good. He's your favorite and also your least favorite. Well, second favorite and my least favorite. Gotcha. Um, I kind of agree. I, I, I think I uh, think Biff's my least favorite. I mean, you 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 try to rape someone in a movie, you you become one of the worst characters in the movie. <laughs> but he's also the best ca- character because he's uh the classic bully. He he fits his role well. And him being stupid, it makes it funnier. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If it weren't for him, then. George and, uh, what's-her-face won't get together. Lorraine. Lorraine, what's-her-face, I don't care. Lorraine, what's-her-face. Yes. Right. So, yeah, my least favorite's also Biff, while also being my second favorite as well. Um, just because he plays his bully role so well, and, but he's also a terrible character, a terrible character. Make like a tree and get out of here. So... I guess the way to put that is the acting for Biff was probably my favorite, but his character himself is, like, my least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, the, 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 the acting and the stuff we like about him, he's a bully, is stuff you don't like about him. Yeah. You, you like it, but you don't like it, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like that super evil villain that keeps killing everybody, but he's a cool villain, so you... Gotta love him. Like the right. Joker and Dad. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Dad. Uh, Dad likes the Dad Joker. Dad loves the Joker. Oh, I... Th- I thought you were talking about Dad... Dad is the Joker? Is that thought, what you were trying to say? I thought you were talking about, like, sort of like Dad. and Sort of like Joker and yeah. Dad. Like, I I thought you were talking about Joker and I know, I hesitated and, and it made it sound like that, but... Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dad. Have you my ever seen the Joker favorite. and Dad in the same place? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. After anyway. hillbilly laugh, not <laughs> it's whatever laugh I want it to be. Uh huh. <laughs> so, all right. So, who is your? What is your favorite scene? Um. Oh. I actually said this during the movie when it happened. My favorite scene, of course, is with Doc in it. Um, of course, of course. When they were in the past in 1955, and they were planning out how to get the DeLorean working so that they can, um, so that Marty can get back to the future. And when he was planning it, he set up the car and he let off the lightning, and it caught on fire, and it kept going into this pile of, like cloth and it he sees it go on fire and he's like oh. <laughs> what are you he's like oh <laughs> or something it was like a a girl scream it was, it was hilarious that's so my you, definitely my favorite your, scene. your your favorite scene is just uh <laughs> is, is doc brown going <gasps> yeah <laughs> it's hilarious marty i burned it up <laughs> uh Deborah, what's yours what's your favorite scene Okay, so, this is hard. Um, so, gonna have to say when, uh, George bashes Biff in the face. Oh, yeah, that that one's a pretty awesome scene, I like that one. Yeah, George finally, you know, the peeping Tom finally beats the the rapist, I mean, that's good. (laughs) It was meant to be. Yeah. The peeping Tom, uh, would you rather a peeping Tom or a rapist? I'd... I think anyone would rather the Peeping Tom. I mean, sure, the Peeping Tom is slightly less bad. Like, at least he goes at a distance while the other one tries to get close against her will. (laughs) Sure. I mean, neither is is good, but one's the lesser of two evils. 
fine. <laughs> You're, I mean, fair enough. I know it sounds like I'm trying to, like, what's the word? Um, justify peeping at naked peeping. girls, but I'm not. I am downplaying it because racism. This I'm sounds racism, like a uh, rapist. This sounds like a really weird question, but <laughs> what would you call a girl who peeps at a guy? Would that be called like a peeping Have you ever Sheila? The YouTube video, peeping Jane. Uh, peeping do the Jane. Creep? Like a peeping Jane or peeping Sheila? Raina. Have you ever heard of the music video "Do the Creep"? Yeah, do the creep. Uh, Nicki Minaj is in that song, and she. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Nicki Minaj is in that song, and she uh, she mentions peeping at boys in locker rooms, and it's definitely as creepy as it sounds. So it's. I know. I said, what would we call them? Would they be peeping Janes or peeping Sheilas or peeping Pe- Sally? Peeping Tomets. No, we'll, Tom we'll and Sally. So peeping pe- Sally. Peeping Minaj for just. For, you know, in honor. No, of I think it'd be peeping Minaj. Sally because there's like peeping Sally. Pe- Tom and Tom Sally, Sally sounds to, like. What about Jerry? T- peeping ter- Jerry, like Tom Jerry, and Jerry. Jerry's not really a. Girl I mean, it's name. a it's isn't both. Mouse like, isn't the mouse like a girl? No, gosh, no. Yeah. The mouse is a guy. How do you know that? Obvious reasons. It's a cartoon, and they make the girl the the ones that are girls very drastically obviously a girl. That's not always the case. <laughs> Jerry's a guy. <laughs> okay. I'm, anyways, uh, Jerry's also Jerry not is really also a, girl. a girl's name, though. Okay, but is, Sally is, is more. We're gonna go with the like cartoons where it's obvious if it's a girl or a boy. And we're gonna anyway. say keeping Sally. Peeping Sally. Let's move Just on. to make things um, so simple. So I think my favorite scene of the movie was, um, shoo. There's a lot of good scenes in this. The the punching is good. I I I don't know if I'd call it my favorite scene, but I like the scene you picked as well, Reyna. Um, <laughs> oh. I, I like I like the oh. DeLorean going back in time. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> Not again. Power love. <laughs> He's fine. So, I think I think the DeLorean going eighty-eight miles per hour. That's the, and then it just. I like it. It it's about to hit them, and then it just. It was kind of bad special effects, but I like the fire underneath their legs as the. DeLorean goes. They look. They look. Well, actually, that time the DeLorean went to the future because it had uh, Einstein in it. Yeah. I mean, if if you were to um make use of uh like I don't know physics, your pants would probably catch on fire when you're standing on that. Right. Yeah, it wasn't great CGI, but it's okay. No, it wasn't very good. Either that or Doc and Docky, Doc and Marty are both impervious to fire or wearing. Was there on purpose to fire? Right. Or both. Bulletproof. So, um, I think next we will ask you what is your least favorite scene of the movie? Um, wait, are you asking me first or? Uh, yeah, Xavier, you first. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say with the part with Marty and, um, what's her face in the car together and the kiss. That is cringy as heck. <laughs> I think I was downstairs when that happened, because I don't remember that. It's I, something that people tend to remember about the movie, and it's not the good nostalgia. And um, Raina? Well, the, the parts I saw, I wasn't downstairs for. Um, huh. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Um, maybe the part... Um, Oh, this part is because it's kind of cringy to watch, and it, even though it's not embarrassing to you, it kind of makes you feel embarrassed. It's the part where, um, at the end, when everything is okay, and they're at the enchantment under the sea dance, and Marty's on stage playing, and, like, they kiss, and so Marty is, like, back, like, he's like, yay, I'm still existing, and he goes all out on the guitar, and he's just, like, at a certain point, the rest of the band just stops playing and, like, stares at him. Oh, I don't dislike that scene. That part was really awkward. I will it say, was right I towards think, the end. I think the worst scene, other than the fact that Biff tries to rape someone... 
you are right there. Besides that scene, but that also leads to the pretty good punch. And I, I, I'd have to say, I, and I don't know if it really makes sense considering what he just got done doing. But when the other guy tries to, because there's a lot of creeps in this town, uh, the, the other guy tries to take uh, Lorraine on the dance floor, and that's when Marty starts disappearing. And George is just, like, gonna walk away. She's literally screaming his name. I know. I'm super confused about that part. Like, why is he walking? like, why was he even considering walking away? He was able to stand (coughs) up to, to, um, The much bigger Biff. Exactly. And he was like, get your hands off of her. And then somebody, some jerk face comes up to her and steals her. not nearly as big as Biff. Exactly. And steals it. Oh, I, and I'm he's not, not as serious and steals her from him. He walks away. Like, why? Why I get, would you do I that? I get he so, has a lack of confidence, but, I mean, it was just... And I know what they were doing. They were trying to show some drama. They were trying to show that, you know, oh, no, he's about to walk away. And, and Marty McFly, for some reason, even though he's already messed up the timeline, he's just now starting to disappear because of that... that Situation. Okay, so hold on. How are you? How are you like ignoring the fact? Like, like this is time we're talking about. Like, George does not look up at um at a uh, Marty. So like, so the fact that he eventually does go back is not because of Marty doing something. It's because of George eventually thinking of something and then going back. No, no so that's that, not my argument. That's not my problem. My that, problem. I'm. That's that's what I'm saying though. Like you guys are. How are you guys like missing the fact that um, Marty begins disappearing, even though that there's no chance of him disappearing? Huh? There's no, no chance of him disappearing if. But he was starting to disappear. Except there's no reason for him to start disappearing because George eventually does go back, and Marty. I'm, that's why I'm saying it's my worst scene. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. That's my. That's my whole point. Like. He he already screwed up by his mom wanting to bang him, pretty much. And so he, he was already screwing up. So at that point, according to the logic of the movie, at that point he should have been disappearing right off the bat. As soon as he screwed that up, but he doesn't. But no, he starts disappearing during the... the well, isn't he right the youngest? Away. Huh? Isn't he the youngest? He is the youngest. So, okay, this is still my... Don't get me wrong, the scene still makes no sense because it's very, very delayed. But it went from youngest to, I mean, oldest to youngest because the oldest was born first. Yeah, so no, 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 oldest. I get but that. But yeah, the scene still my, doesn't my make My point any sense. is, they, be, after he punches Biff, the, 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 the picture gets fixed and he, and, but then it starts disappearing when he's about to not kiss. You know what I mean? He's he's about to not kiss uh, Lorraine, so that's when Marty starts disappearing because of that guy taking over, and it makes no sense that it started going so fast for him to disappear. That's true. Like yeah. it, 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 the the picture just got fixed, and then it's because of that kiss, it's about to disappear. And like I said, not not only that, but. You know why? Why was George willing to just walk away after fi- fighting Biff? Yeah. Like, does character development not mean anything? Like, he just goes reverts right back to, and she's yelling for him. It's not like he's like, you. You can almost think like, well, she just wants to dance with someone else. She by no means has any desire. Like nobody, <laughs> she does not agree to do anything with any of these guys. <clears throat> any of these guys, and they just force themselves on this poor woman. She almost gets raped and forced to dance in a matter of like ten minutes. Yeah, people are weirdos and jerks and stuff. But anyway, <coughs> I mean, technically, it? when you think about it, he, she doesn't seem to be like almost raped or um like uh, forced <coughs> I mean, to dance when like in the original timeline. Like you just know well, that she. She well, because none of that happened. Biff didn't do that. That means that all of this has to be Marty's fault when you think about it. I mean, I, you know. I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing with Biff, uh, 
Good job. You almost got your mom right. But all of this was him and uh, his Lorraine were, according to the original story, when he almost gets in a uh, hit by his dad, her dad. According to the story, that's what starts their relationship. So the timeline definitely got altered because of Marty McFly. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was probably my worst my worst scene because it really made no sense and it was just a, a cheap way to get drama. Yep. Filler. Filler. If you may. Oh. <laughs> Making sure that the movie is like two hours long. <laughs> so... My next question for you. Okay, was there any technology in this movie that you found interesting or, you know, that you've never seen before? Uh, Xavier, we can go ahead and start with you. Um, so there's a lot of interesting technology since it took place in two different time periods because, you know, time travel. Um, but, uh, not, not a whole lot comes to mind. Well, there was like jukes, jukeboxes and stuff. Um, but um, so something I personally would like to bring up. I actually read an article about this a little bit ago. Um, a DeLorean was uh, made in somewhere like I think in the early or mid seventies. I think probably sometime in the sixties even. Um, but uh, like. They did not become a great hit. Like, they, um, opened, they opened vertically instead of horizontally, like the, like you, like you usually would, only, like, it, it looks cool, but, um, it didn't sell a whole lot. But, um, once this movie came out, it actually became more of a hit, and, uh, DeLoreans became more, um, DeLoreans seemed more stylish and cool looking. Well, let's be completely honest. None of us probably would even know what a DeLorean was if it wasn't from this movie. That is That's true. That is very about. true. I did not. I yeah, no this movie put them on the map. I thought it was just a prop. I didn't even know that it actually existed. I thought it was really cool, though. Because yeah, it actually no, does It was like a real it car. It's just until this movie. In fact, uh, I'm looking here. Uh, Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis is the director of this movie, uh, actually received a fan letter from John DeLorean after the film's release thanking them for immortalizing his car. Mm. How sweet. What about you, Raina? Um, well, as Xavier took my idea, I was going to say jukeboxes. And, um... Jukeboxes are nice, though. Juice box hero. Juice box hero. <laughs> I know juice, I know jukeboxes are nice, but this was they're definitely not as famous anymore. You can hardly find them. Um, I've seen one in person before, and I think they're very cool. But yeah, there is definitely there's um, in that one store there was a jukebox, and uh, I don't know if you'd consider this technology, but it's definitely something different. In 1955. When they went into the back, back in the future, or no, in the past, um, uh, Marty wanted to buy something that was like free or something, and he's, he's like, give me something without sugar in it, and he's like, okay, he gives him coffee, and he gives him a whole bunch of, um, of change back, and my dad, like, pointed out, like, noticed that back in 1955, coffee only costed, like, five cents. So, like, I don't know if you could consider that technology, but it's definitely something that's very different. Yeah, the, I mean, it's not technology, but it, it kind of fits what we're doing here. It's yeah. noticing how cheap, um, how cheap or more, uh, or more stuff was back then. Yeah, more accurate. Or more accurately, how much or how scarce money was. What? So he's asking if you want more. Yes, I would love So. Here's one thing that I was looking up. Thank you. Skateboards. Oh. Skateboards actually came uh, came out around the time of this, or the, well, not this movie, but around the time of the, the year they go be back. 
November uh, somethingth. No, they came, it came out around uh, the fifties. That's what I was talking about. Like so November something. November fifth. No, not not anything specific. In fact, what I read is nobody knows for sure who actually invented the skateboard. Oh. oh. Because essentially what happened is in the 50s, surfers were like, man, I really want to coast those waves, but there's no waves today. So, you know, um, how can I do that? And so they took like surfboards or whatever and put like wheels on it from like roller skates and created skateboards. Because they wanted to coast those waves, but couldn't. But there was no waves today. So skateboarding kind of took off in the 50s, and just a lot of people started doing that. Thank you. Um, and and that's how skateboarding started. Wow. Because surfers, it was no. it started in California in the 50s, because surfers wanted to be able to do stuff, or they wanted mm-hmm. to be able to do surfing, essentially, on land. Wow. 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 So, um, so yeah, technology. Um, so next question I want to ask you, is there anybody in this movie that you recognize that you've seen in other stuff? This is the movie I recognize any person that I would recognize from. Uh, Emmett Brown, I've seen in a few other movies. Christopher Lloyd. Oh man, um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I've. Yeah. As I've said. Oh, thank you, Remy. Um, as mentioned, um, Emmett Brown, um, is that, thank you for the what? Christopher Lloyd. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing, like, Christopher yeah. Lloyd as actually younger, and him actually looking 30 years younger than, like, you, you've seen him in this movie as 30 years younger. He looks like an old man even 30 years before. Yeah, he doesn't look too, too different. Yeah, but like, um, there He's asking if you want more. Sure. He said sure. We have a cute baby sharing his little Nutter Butter Bites. So he's asking oh. everybody if he wants, if they want more. Okay. Crash and burn. Ah, bloopers. He's just being adorable. <laughs> bloopers. Yeah. Well, bloopers, except they don't get cut out. They're just going to stay here because it's cuteness. And even baby this cuteness. little little dialogue of us mentioning bloopers as well. Yeah, that's always fun. He showed me that you can take it apart. Oh, <laughs> thank you, baby. I showed him that, and now he wants to show everybody else it. Oh, okay. He's like, "Hey, double the peanut butter for you." <laughs> so, um, good job, baby. So, Christopher Lloyd, what what did you Nothing. see him in that he was younger? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. It looks like a show from like the early seventies or late sixties oh, or something. Oh, ah, you you probably oh, saw him in the TV show Taxi. Yes. Who did we see? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We've seen. He's hilarious in Taxi. Well, Christopher Lloyd has had a very long and storied career. Uh, Taxi is definitely one of his biggest roles. That he, I believe that's maybe where he started. Let me let me look see here. But yeah, he uh, he honestly looked six, thirty years younger, even though it well that moved, wasn't Taxi came out in oh where is it? Well, he kind of almost looks older. Well, about well yeah, he looks younger, but in the show Taxi, he makes they kind of make him look kind of worn out because he's. A drug addict in taxi, and he's very stupid, so, you know, they're supposed to make him look worn out. So he doesn't, he looks the same no matter what you do. Uh, Taxi started in 1978, which would have been about, like, seven years ago? Yeah, seven years before this. It looks like he was in other stuff before Taxi, but I think that was his first big role. He's also, other things you should know him from... Huh? Is who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, uh, what did you that? hear there? He was Judge Doom. I remember the villain movie. of that movie that wanted that to kill out? all the uh, cartoons. Uh, I don't remember. Well, maybe I don't know. When did well, Roger Rabbit him. come out? Uh, Nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, well, I remember him. I, I remember that the Judge Doom, but I don't remember him looking yes. like Doc. But I probably just don't remember him too. 
as much. The same uh, year that this movie came out, he was in another great movie. This one's more of a cult classic. Clue. Oh, I I don't think I've heard that. That may be done on this podcast. No. As soon as it can. Clue. Oh my gosh. It's a long game. It's probably a super long movie. It's a funny movie. You'll love it. Okay. It's so good. Uh, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Uh, even if we weren't doing this podcast, I would try to get you to watch Clue. I know. Now that I realize you haven't watched Clue. More. I know. I think More? I have. I just don't remember it or, like, haven't. I do this don't, podcast. Like, no, I think I only watched part of it. it. Mm, it's so good. But he's just been in a lot of stuff. Christopher Lloyd's been around for a long time. Um. He's old. Is there any other actors? Nope. Nope. Um, I mean, what's her face kind of reminds Lorraine? What's her face kind the of mom? reminds me of someone. What's her face kind of reminds me of someone. She has a name. Yes. Uh, Michael J. Fox is very is famous. Lorraine. He's Sorry, what? Yeah. This is his biggest role. Michael J. Fox. Okay. He's brown. Uh, Lorraine is played by Lee Thompson. Um, I don't know names. I I don't know them by name. I'm trying to think. I know I know Lee Thompson, but yeah, I'm no, trying I mean, to remember. This is her most names. famous role. Sorry, what? She was. She's. Uh, I think you guys watched this show. She's Fran on the Goldbergs. Oh, we've watched that. Yeah, we watched that. What? Like, I don't remember Fran. Though. I don't remember Fran either. Is Fran? One I don't of the... watch it. I have no idea. I just have a name. Oh. This seems to be. This and Howard the Duck seems to be her most famous stuff. Howard? Okay. Uh, Crispin Glover plays George McFly. Uh, we should go. Yeah. Huh? We should go on to the next question because I don't recognize anybody else. Oh. Thank you, Remy. <laughs> and then Biff is played by Thomas F. Wilson. I think I remember yeah. hearing Biff in uh, a SpongeBob episode, actually. Um, for for those of you who've watched, um, this, nothing, um, thank you though. Like the episode with the strangler. Yeah, he sounds like the strangler. Yeah, this the strangler is the same person. The voice actor for the strangler is the same person who knows Biff. I am not sure on that one. Well, you don't watch SpongeBob. You're you're. He does sound like Biff though. You're a terrible. You're a terrible person who doesn't watch SpongeBob. No, I'm good. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Terrible old man who doesn't watch Spongebob. I'm trying to remember his name, but uh, Back to the Future is also very famous for originally not having uh, Michael J. Fox as the main character. Uh, they, they, They recorded a bunch of the movie with another guy, and I can't remember his name. Um, I'm trying to look for it here. But he's, they started this movie out recording the entire movie with another actor. And eventually, Michael J. Fox took over. Well, that's not a surprise. Michael F- J. Fox did not actually sing Johnny Be Good. That, you know, I was thinking about that while, he was, while it was well, the scene. I was like, man, that does not sound like him. Yeah, I've I've been told that before, but even if I wasn't, I think it's I think it's remotely obvious that it's definitely not the actor singing that. Yeah, it didn't look like him at, at all. Sound didn't like him, sound. or yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes people's you know singing voice doesn't match their appearance. Well, that happens all the time. Appearance. Yeah, but, like, that was drastic. Like, it did not sound like him or at all, like, at all. <laughs> Ooh. That was some weird sounds. Huh? Ooh. Ghost. Daddy, hmm. are you sure that wasn't just you? Maybe that was Walter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Is it Walter or Walter? Uh, I think... Yeah, actually, I think, I think Walter was a not was a knocking ghost. This is an inside joke that Xavier and I have. 
Okay. <laughs> I think it's Walter's and Nothing. Nothing entertains a podcast with a bunch of random people mm-hmm. than an inside right? joke. It was just us being siblings, having fun. Uh, Marty Marty McFly was originally played by Eric Stoltz. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Peace. So, anyways. Peace. So let it let us do. uh, What is? I think we're to the point of the show where we're going to ask, "What is your letter grade?" Oh, so we're getting to the end of the podcast already. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. Is it? How about, for me, I'd give it. Well, this is hard, because this is a real good movie. But I feel like I've been giving, I give every movie, like, a good grade. <laughs> because we'll don't give this one a bad grade, just because you give everything We'll have to find you a movie that you hate. We've just been looking for Which is movie. why I haven't been giving uh, them bad grades because I've been refusing to watch ones that I hate, or I've been trying to avoid them, trying to get you guys to well, watch Well, you can't just avoid a movie just because you don't like well, it. Well, we usually, hey, work. chill, we watch, we watch the ones we see and we're like, oh my gosh, that's so good, and so are, they're usually really good. I mean, I don't want to be the angry video game nerd, like... <laughs> No, hold on a second. This is a great Video movie. Game. I'm not going to judge you at all. What, what's your letter grade? Um, probably like an A. Just A. Well, that's not much. Yes, Baba. An A? Yeah. <laughs> it's better than anything yeah. else? Yeah. I'm sure Daddy will give it an A. Uh, Xaver, what's your letter grade? Uh, my letter grade... It's a good movie. B plus, B plus, B plus. Yeah. See, um, still, cr- there's cringy moments in it. There's a lot of cringy moments, and that is there's definitely, and there's supposed to be cringy moments. So I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Who, who, deliberately, who deliberately adds mother wants son to a plot. I mean, it's an interesting story, that's, but she doesn't know who he is. Well, that's how it's I supposed know. to be. That's it would be cringier if he was like, oh, you know, mom's hot, so let's, uh, exactly. let's, that would let's be get worse. it on. There would, be, there would be literally no plot if that didn't happen. He literally has to get her to stop having the hots for him so that he can exist. Okay, so okay, if that didn't cool, happen, but, like, I'm, I'm still keeping my letter grade. Okay. Uh, I mean, fair enough. I'm giving this an A. I mean, this is almost a perfect movie. And yes, there's some cringy parts, but it's such a good movie. I love this movie. Um, so, we all gave it pretty good scores. The uh, On Rotten Tomatoes, uh, for critics, it's a 96%. Oh, wow. So that's a lot of good. Yeah, this is a good movie. It's and cringy, for audience score, it's still a 94%. Oh. So people love this movie, as they should, because it's a great movie. What did you give it, Dad? I gave it an A. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I, I gave it an A, and it would be an A+, plus if it wasn't because of uh, some of the cringy moments, and, and then the... Besides the cringy moments, there's also the end that they add drama to make him almost disappear. I wish they would have done a better job. That was very weird. But other than that, it's a it's an amazing movie. It is awesome. Movie. We should definitely watch the next parts. Definitely, we may we may we may have to do that. I agree. So. <clears throat> We're going to look at one of the reviews we have. We'll st- do a good one and a bad. There are only three bad reviews. There are only bad reviews? <clears throat> only three. Oh, that's awesomeness. Allison Rose said, Fox, who was doing double duty while making the first film, he was still working on his sitcom Family Ties at the same time which was another big hit for Michael J. Fox, was the perfect Marty. Well, that one's just right right after that Eric Stoltz. Like, no, you're not the perfect Marty. Sure. 
But he, and she's not wrong. I mean, we don't know Eric Stoltz. We don't know if it was any good, but. Yep. Um, let's see. We're going to try to find us one of these bad reviews. There's only three of them. So. There's only three of them, so let's, uh, let's see. I bet you they're going to be dumb and make no sense. You want your drink? So I'm just going to read all three. Sheila Benson says, It's big, cartoonish, and empty with an interesting premise that is underdeveloped and overproduced. Huh? Ken Hankey says, Too cute, too clever, too damn smug. Did he just say it's too clever? Yes. John Hartle says, So busy being clever that it trips over its own ingenuity. Ingenuity? Ingenuity, yes. Thank that you. was one of my vocab Thank you for words. correcting your, <laughs> That was one uh, of my vocab words last week. Uh, yeah, I'm smart. Um, so I yeah, think people think it. What do they mean by it's too clever? That you know the plot can be a little confusing if you don't. If you're not smart enough to get it. I guess I don't know. But they didn't. Uh, Sometimes no, stupidity adds the short flavor. words. The short words show that they're just yeah. trying to express how they feel about the movie, but it's not really. Yeah, I don't so, know. Sometimes, they're haters. Sometimes stupidity haters. adds flavor. Haters. Bunch of haters. Bunch of haters. So that's it on uh, on Back to the Future. So uh, next week we are going to do. We're going to start doing Christmas movies. Nightmare before and one Christmas. of the greatest Christmas movies uh-huh. ever made. Uh-huh. What's this? Uh-huh. What's this? <laughs> What's this? Something in the air. What's this? What's this? It's something really square. We're doing the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yay. Now don't you be arguing with me. This is a Christmas movie, and it's a Halloween movie. It's all of it. Everything. Christmassy as... Never mind. Um, That is what we are doing. Okay. We are doing the greatest Christmas movie of all time. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Arguably a Christmas movie, but to us in this house, it is a Christmas movie. We've got... In fact, we're just gonna we're gonna roll it out for you. What we are planning on doing is Nightmare Before Christmas next. After that, we are gonna do The Grinch. How The, the Grinch stole one. Christmas the one with Jim, with Carrey, Jim Carrey. In Carrey. It. Not the oldest one. The oldest one's like in the sixties. Well, the the older one. The live the action movie. Jim Carrey movie. Not the one that we're gonna watch. And then we're gonna do my. Another one of my personal favorite Christmas movies, Gremlins. You had to have such a deep Gremlin. Gremlins. Gremlins. One of the best. One of the best movies. Sound like a, a wrestler, a wrestling announcer. And I don't think I really need to ask you three. What? Brock well, maybe Lesnar. Okay. Maybe Remington, because Remington's probably never seen any of these. Well, he's watched Nightmare Before Christmas because you betrayed us and watched it without us with him. We wanted to see his initial reaction. That's important. You betrayed us, Daddy. You betrayed us. Well, the government ne- doesn't need to know this. So. We don't really need to ask. You guys have seen Gremlins. You guys have seen Nightmare Before Christmas. You guys have seen The Grinch. These are are my favorite Christmas movies. So I've definitely showed you guys these movies. Next year, maybe we'll go into more traditional Christmas movies. But this year... Like a Christmas story. Mm, Yes, we could do a Christmas story. But That's next year. That might be next year, yeah. But this year, we're going through my favorites. Those are also my, our favorites. That's right, because but I have trained you well. Have a good night. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Reyna, tell tell everyone good night, or goodbye, everybody. Well, I can say good night. No, wait. No, not Reyna. Anybody but Reyna. How about Ray? How about Remy? Remy? Good night! Remy, tell us goodbye. Bye. Aw, isn't that cute? Xavier?
Farewell. Raina. Next time you see us, it will be Christmas month. Goodbye. <laughs> Cringy. <laughs> Night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye. Hey, if you like that video, please like and subscribe my production company, Dragon Blazer Productions. Uh, my name is Steven. You also might know me from the Rage and Blaze show as Blaze. So please like and subscribe. Hey, everyone. I'm Steven from many different podcasts like Drunk Like Me, Pro Wrestling Apologist, The Rage and Blaze Show, and of course, that got dark so please like and subscribe 